Hi everyone, welcome back to the Bible Plus podcast. Uh, today we're on 2 Corinthians 6, and right before 2 Corinthians 6, Paul talks about being ambassadors of God, of helping believers and even unsaved to be reconciled to God. And so Paul begins chapter 6 by saying that he's working together with God. God wants man to be reconciled back to him. And so as ministers of the new covenant, Paul says that he's working together with God and he's entreating the believers, especially the Corinthian believers, not to receive the grace of God in vain. And he says this because he's hoping the Corinthian believers would be fully reconciled to God. They've received grace. They've enjoyed grace. They've received and enjoyed Christ. But they, they're still halfway. They're not fully reconciled to God. And so Paul talks about this, this life that he lives. Um, he gives this almost biography of what he's been through. And so from verses 3 through 11, he talks about so many different things. He says he commends himself as a minister of God. Uh, as one in much endurance, in affliction, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, and imprisonments, in tumults, and labors, and watchings, and fasting, and fastings. I mean, these sound very negative. I mean, there's so much um, suffering and persecution. And Paul even goes on to share what's happening with him inwardly towards the believers, in pureness, and knowledge, and long suffering kindness, Holy Spirit, unfeigned love, so many things. And he even describes kind of the balance or the contrast between what it is to be a minister of the new covenant, even the slander and persecution that he receives as being such a minister. He says that he's, even though he's through glory or dishonor, evil, either through evil report or good report, deceivers yet true, unknown yet well-known, dying and yet they still live, discipline and yet not being put to death. And so, you know, when I, when I, when I read this, these verses, what comes up within me is like, this sounds like the Gospels. This is, this is basically the life of Jesus being persecuted, suffering, yet having a pure heart, unfeigned love towards the Gentiles, the, the Jews, long-suffering kindness, and so what you see here, as the ministers of the new covenant, you basically see Jesus again living on the earth. When the Corinthian believers met with the Apostle Paul, met with the other ministers of the new covenant, what they received, what they enjoyed, was not just a, a mere human being that had been saved by grace. There was an expression of Christ. Christ was being lived out. Christ was being magnified and expressed through these ministers and especially through the Apostle Paul towards the believers. And so what Paul is sharing, he's sharing that through all these different experiences, all these different sufferings, punishment, disciplines, um, yet good or bad, evil or good, um, Paul is saying that his heart is enlarged toward all the believers. What this means is that wherever the Corinthian believers' position, situation, condition they were in, Paul could still embrace them. Paul had a way to still love them, an unfeigned love and pureness, without any judgment, without any uh, ridicule towards them. Paul simply loved them, and his heart was enlarged, and 
almost embraced the entirety of the church in Corinth to care for them. And so what Paul is um, doing is he's trying to share to, to his children. He calls the Corinthian believers his children. Come back. Come back fully to God. And, you know, this is something, there's a hymn that I love, and it's it just, this reminds me of it, so much of it. Um, it set, it's, begins with, it talks about the Lord Jesus, but I just feel like the Apostle Paul being described here is so relevant. Um, it says, one of the stanzas says um, about Jesus, who knows my heart's most secret depths, yet loves me without end. And that's what Paul is. Paul knows the situation of the church in Corinth. Paul knows the situation of all the believers. He knows the, the fornication, the division that happened in the previous epistle that he wrote. Yet he still loves the believers. He still cares for them. He's still praying for them. He's still considering them in the back of their mind, in the back of his mind. And so how Paul is exhorting these believers, he says, come back to God. You're almost there. You're halfway towards God. And so Paul continues by saying, do not become dissimilarly yoked with unbelievers. You know, this is not something, this is a little questionable part because you may think, oh, does that mean I have to break up with my friends that aren't saved? Um, what about my neighbors? You know, um, I don't think they're saved. Maybe I should give up on them. No, 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 no. That's not what Paul is saying here. He's mentioning that as believers today, living in the world, but not of the world, we have to um, distance ourselves in a proper way to care for God's purpose. You know, uh, example I hear multiple, multiple times is that, you know, when you're hanging out with friends, um, it's, you always, you always have this heart. You want to pull them up, bring them to Christ, pull them up to the gospel. But you have to realize that it's much easier to pull someone down than to bring someone up. And so Paul is making this point here. Um, and he, he, he uses very uh, quite a few illustrations. Um, he talks about um, the, the no sharing together, the no partnership between righteousness and lawlessness. No communion between light and darkness. No harmony between Christ and Belial. And even no portion between a believer and unbeliever. And then finally, he says, there should be no agreement, no consent whatsoever between the temple of God and idols. And so what Paul, what Paul is trying to tell the Corinthian believers, he says, come back to God. You're almost there. You've been, you, you're still somewhat yoked with unbelievers, but come be separated from them. Come out of their midst. Um, and finally, verse 17 says i will welcome you but we're what we're not losing out by being dissimilarly yoked with yokes with unbelievers we're instead getting more of the joy of the lord more experience of the christ and even the presence of presence of the lord and you know one of the famous um verses in the old testament says in his presence is fullness of joy what happens when we get fully reconciled to god as we receive the fullness of joy and so, and finally, Paul ends with this verse 18. I'll, uh, a little quote again from the, from the Lord. And I'll be a father to you, and you'll be sons and daughters to me, 
says the Lord Almighty. This is much deeper than what the children of Israel ever experienced. They only experienced him as God, as the as the one that brought them out from the wilderness, maybe even as the all sufficient I am. Now there's a there's a life. There's a there's a life relationship where now the believers can now call God the Lord Almighty, their Father. And that's how much the Lord cares so much for us. He sees he sees his children just wandering away. And what he wants is he wants them to come back to the Father's house, back in my Father's house again, right? And so Paul is exhorting the believers, come back to God, come back to your Father, come back to where you belong.